There are over 100 million Android devices in use worldwide, with numbers growing daily. This is an exceptional channel for mass communication. Increasingly, students and academics are taking advantage of this potential and creating apps to solve problems they discover in the course of their research. Chris Boddy, an Oxford DPhil student, has written an app called LHC to explain the complex images produced by particle physics. LHC is a smartphone app that allows the user to view collisions from the Large Hadron Collider at CERN, Geneva. The app can be used to find out more about the Large Hadron Collider, learn how the Atlas experiment works, stream live 3D collisions from CERN, and play the Hunt the Higgs game. The app was designed for use by experts and non-experts alike, and has been extremely successful. So I was motivated because I wanted to reach a lot of people and tell them how awesome I thought my subject was and our experiment, and maybe inspire a few uh, students to do a bit more physics, um, because it's quite an exciting experiment. And smartphones turn out to be a really good way to do this, because you can, um, they're basically small computers with a touchscreen and a constant internet connection, and you can do a lot with that. And it's all quite new because they've not been around so long, so it tends to get more attention. So it's a really good medium for, for a kind of um, outreach uh, if you make a free app. Also, I, I personally wanted to learn a lot more about mobile software development, um, and it seemed a good way to, to do that was just to invent a project to do. Um, and it started off just as little games and animations and then kind of uh, snowballed. <laughs> Android is written in, in mainly in Java, or the, the API is. So it was basically me and my battered old laptop um, outstanding my welcome in various cafes across Oxford, writing uh, stuff using the Google APIs um, and trying to figure out how they worked at the time. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it turned out that we didn't need very many people. It was just really me and, and an academic who uh, I was occasionally having conversations with about this, but um, there was only one coder, really. So it was quite old school. <laughs> uh, the feedback we've had has been very positive, and we didn't really know what to expect. We didn't, there hadn't really been something like this before that we could compare with. So we, uh, the STFC put out a press release saying Oxford has made this app, and w within a few hours uh, some tech journalists had gotten a hold of it and written about it, and uh, from there, it just w sort of spread virally through, through Facebook and Twitter and various other means. Um, and we seem to have reached a lot of students and teachers, which is really good. Um, and yeah, they, there seems to be a real appetite for this kind of educational science outreach app. Um, and it seems like quite a good way to do it. Uh, we, uh, so by the end of the first day, we had 3,000 downloads. And then um, by the end of the second day, we had 10,000 just from sort of word of mouth on Twitter and so on, as far as I could tell. Uh, and then it sort of really took off. Some of the bigger tech sites got hold of it. Gizmodo reviewed it and gave us App of the Day. And then the Times wrote about it in the Guardian and the Daily Mail. And then uh, the, the number of downloads kind of exploded. And we have a, an average of 4.8 out of 5 stars. Um, it's a free Android app. Uh, and we recently, I updated it to include some of the, the discovery events for the Higgs boson that was announced uh, a short while ago. So you can actually now, uh, it was something that was requested actually by some of our users as they wanted to know more about it. Uh, and we knew the discovery announcement was coming for a Higgs light particle. So we, we just got some of the events and bundled it up and released it. Uh, well, I submitted it to the App Store 10 minutes after uh, the spokesperson started their 
presentation. So it got through the search filters about the same time it finished and, and uh, we got a huge spike on that day as well. So if you have an idea for an app to explain your research or something, the best thing I can say is, is talk to people about it. You'd be amazed how far that can go. Um, I was having lunch with someone and we were talking about smartphones and I was saying I was playing with the SDK and making little games and Alan Barr, an academic in the department who I was having lunch with said, oh, well, I wanted to make a particle physics app. And then we sort of looked at each other and a week later we had a grant proposal. Um, the department had agreed for me to take a two-month sabbatical for my PhD to, to work on this. Um, and it kind of all went from there. Um, and so just, just if you have an idea, just read the SDK, see what's for, for Android or for iOS or whatever you want to do. See what's possible. Uh, odds are it is possible and it will be great. I think if you have an idea for a project like this, you'd be surprised what your department will do to help you um, in terms of taking time off from other duties or uh, contributions in kind with equipment and so on. And IT services is now doing a lot more. Um, in fact, I'll be starting to run a mobile software course here in, from Hillary term um, that should go from, from people entering the course with some Java or object-oriented programming knowledge and leaving at the end of the day being able to uh, compile builds uh, using the standard SDK tools and you know if they want to then go and release stuff the next day. Um, probably there will be some intervening steps in between um, but it will cover sort of design patterns and the way to get the best out of the API.